Good to go. And they're off. Good girl, Bella, wasn't flat. Well, that was the start of race eight at Hamilton recently. That was the final time our next next guest pressed the button, a starter. I'm talking about a long-time starter in that part of Victoria, Ian Fryer, who called it a day after more than 40 years. He takes our call. Ian, congratulations as you bow out after a lengthy career. Thank you very much, Andrew. Thank you. <laughs> Well, I know that starters are not meant to do radio interviews and talk too much, but you've retired now, and it's more a case of get the race underway and uh, sight unsound or whatever they say and hope things go well. But I think it was, what, 46 years in the role. That's a long time. Uh, yes, and uh, Andrew, I must admit that I enjoyed every moment of it. Well, some might say it's a very important role, but not a very exciting one. For your mates that say all you do is you go to the races, you press a button, you walk off a little uh, um, ladder, and then you wait for the next race. It's it's not that easy, is it? Uh, no, no. I was uh, a starter who likes to get to the race course about at least an hour and a half before. By the time you go through scratching, jockey changes, uh, all of that, and uh, work out uh, which barrier attendants are going to work where, and uh, all that sort of thing, which takes you know quite a while to do. And you've got to do all the brands and markings, scratchings, and gear changes, and gear that horses are going to uh, have, whether it be a stallion chain, barrier blanket, or blindfold, or whatever it may be. It takes a while to do all that homework before you even think about pressing the button. So do you recall way back how you got the gig and you ended up officiating at many race courses, especially in the country, but do you recall way back when you you got the uh, gig to become a starter? Uh, yes, I do. I can remember it very distinctly. Uh, an advertisement appeared in the Wimmera Mail Times in Horsham. I thought about... Uh, they were advertising for an assistant starter and I decided that I would apply for it, which I did. I was interviewed for the position at uh, a Horsham race meeting and I was appointed. And my first meeting was in May that year and I was working with a very famous Wimmera name in the racing field, Delahunty, Brody Delahunty. He was the starter and I became his assistant. Wow, and uh, here we are, 46 years officially in the role, as you call it, a day. Um, Have things changed much in terms of, I guess that differs from racetrack to racetrack, although it might be very similar, but in terms of the procedure of starting a race and what you're pressing and so on? Uh, The procedure is very monitored and we are told what we are to do. Uh, you know, in a normal field, you know, 12, 14, or what do they go in two banks, one, one, and eight, and two, and nine, and so on. Uh, and unless there's a field of six, you can put them all at one, one go. Years and years ago, and 40 odd years ago, that wasn't the case. I think they were allowed to start, uh, well, it's much the same, but. It was done differently, and barrier attendants weren't uh, 
employed by Racing Victoria like they are now. It was mainly and, well, probably totally done by uh, people who were members of the club. <laughs> Ian, when we put the races to air and we've got the audio feed from the tracks and uh, for the life of me, we hear shouting and no, no, wait, wait. You know, I mean, how do you decipher when it's the right time to press the button as opposed to the wrong time? Because um, some of us can't decipher when that is. And there's always uh, either me and myself as a starter or an assistant starter at the back. Now, once they are totally loaded, it is... And we make sure that all gear is off. There's been a stadium chain on. It's got to be out the back. And if there's a barrier blanket, the strap's got to come off and the and the uh, bridle, uh, sorry, not the bridle, the lead and everything else. And once that is all done, it is the person's job at the back to look very carefully. And when they consider it to be all horses ready to for the gates to open, they say, all clear, all clear. Now, if I'm out the front, it is just a split second where you're out, you can see all the horses' heads facing the correct way (laughs) and not looking at you or whatever. And once that happens and everything is right, you just press the button and hopefully all the gates open. (laughs) We're chatting to Ian Fryer, who has called it a day. 46 years in the role as a starter, especially in the... Wimmera region, way back in 1976 he started. And even though we mentioned all the country tracks, um, you did get a nice honour because you did get to start a race at Flemington a number of years ago. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. And that was all the doing of my daughter. <laughs> we were on a holiday in Fiji and uh, the whole family were there. And uh, my younger daughter's... Uh, male friend at that stage, and on this particular day, he, he and I went and had a beer, and he asked to marry her. <laughs> so I gave my permission. They went and had dinner themselves, and he, he proposed to my daughter. Then they came to the rest of the family, and uh, no one knew about it except me, of course, and she, Elizabeth flashed the ring around the table, and we're all sitting down, and uh, then it became attention to me and it was my birthday that's why we were there and uh, I was given very strict instructions to read the card first which I did you know happy birthday dad and whatever and then there was another a piece of paper as well as the card so and then they said right you can read that now and it was a letter from my boss Carl Hooper saying that I had been granted permission to start a race at uh, Flemington. He suggested the David Burke Plate Day, uh, and he had gotten permission or approval from uh, Paul Dinham as well. And so that's how it all happened, Andrew. Fantastic. Ian Fryer reminiscing, long-time starter in the Wimmera. 46 years he's been starting races. He finished up the other day at Hamilton. So, look... um, I say it tongue-in-cheek, but it's a very serious situation. We had a an RSN Sandown Greyhound Cup a number of years ago. It's famous or infamous because the starter at Sandown Greyhounds lent on the uh, starter uh, lever and sent the dogs off and 
it'd be a false start and so on. I know it's a button, but you still got to hover your finger around it. Did you ever accidentally or get close to opening the barriers when you didn't mean to, or you no. never told people you did, or? No, no. The worst thing that happens, Andrew, is when you press the button and nothing happens. Has that happened often, or? Oh, no, it doesn't happen uh, very often, thank goodness. And then, of course, the electric power doesn't work. You then have to get down off the stand, stand on the uh, starting stalls, and do it manually. Right. Well, you mentioned standing on things. I've seen most of the photos of your career standing on just the ladder that we'd use in the back garage to, well, in my case, go to my neighbours to borrow the ladder to clean the gutters or do some painting. Um, so it just looks like a, a Bunnings or a hardware ladder. Is that the case? Do you supply your own ladder? Uh, no, it, it goes with the stalls. Right. I don't, have to, I don't have to take a ladder to the races at all. Well, it's not a very fancy ladder. I mean, we often hear of the stewards' towers being done to the nines and lots of improvements, but it's just a good old ladder. I mean, if you, if you, I mean, I know you're leaving the position, but RV should be aware that if they stay up late of a night when I'm on radio, you watch some of those telemarketing ads and they sell ladders that you know can fold up into the size of a briefcase and you can put a deck on them and you can do some painting as well, but. The ladder for years at many of the country tracks, as you say, is just the good old ladder that we'd see in the shed. Well, probably. It's very much like that, and it probably looks like that on television. <laughs> there you go. And you're, you're a school... T- well, you, I'm not sure if you're still doing so. You, I think uh, you might have retired too, but you're a school teacher and principal as well. I can imagine that. You you're very sound as though you're a very methodical person, just, just perfect for uh, keeping a few students in line. Uh, well, yes, that's also a problem. <laughs> no, no, I, uh, I always say, Andrew, that uh, doing the starting business was a lifesaver for me. It gave me a lot of uh, respite, and it was a completely different uh, nature of language and people's backgrounds and everything like that, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Fantastic. Well, it's one of those positions that is unsung. Uh, we'd know about it more so if something happened that wasn't meant to happen. And uh, as you say, you, you send them on their way and punters then listen or watch the race and don't even think about the starter. But it's very, very important, as we know. And enjoy your retirement. Um, I know that we also should mention that Shane Wall also retired last year. Uh, he was a long-time starter. I think he spoke on RSN a few months ago as well. But Good luck post your retirement. Um, Forty-six years is a long time doing a very important role. It tells that you tells us you did the role in good stead. And uh, hey, thanks for having a chat to us, Ian. All the best going forward. Thank you very much, Andrew. I appreciate your time. Ian Fryer, forty-six years as a starter in racing in Country Victoria. We wish him all the best.